0: This is the podcast, not an interview, this is a conversation, no gimmicks, just reasons, 84 reasons, come highlight me. What up my good people man, been a little wild, but we back. And when I tell you my next guest is, you know, he needs no introduction, but I'm gonna try to go through it. Late game heroics aside, one of the best catchers in the country, getting ready to start this regional here coming up soon. But in his mind, he's just a catcher. Uh, we we gonna get to that. Georgia boy, I always loved them Georgia boys. But catcher for them for them uh, Florida Gators, a great BT Ryan pair. What's going on there with you, BT?
1: Doing alright, guys. Appreciate you guys having me on.
0: Now, BT man, I got to, I got to call you out on something. You said I know after games you got to answer questions real fast. You said, "quote I don't do the NIL stuff that much, man. I I worry about you know keeping money, not work. So what did you mean? We appreciate you taking the time for this NIL for Florida, you know, Florida Victorious. But to those people who didn't understand what you meant, who don't understand that after games, I'm just trying to get through this interview so I can go to the locker room, man. Don't call me on my sound
1: yeah, I don't I mean I don't do a whole lot of NIL stuff compared to you know a lot of other big name guys but um definitely capitalize on it as much as I can which obviously I had the opportunity to speak to you guys today and, and took advantage of it. It was a it was a good opportunity. So yeah, I appreciate you guys having me on today. It's a lot.
0: Marietta, Georgia, Conway, South Carolina, Lackey, Gainesville. Obviously you was able to have a legacy at, you know, uh coast Carolina to come to uh Games Bill. But talk about your time at Coastal Carolina, man. You was a hell of a player there, man. What went into the decision, you know, to come to come to Florida?
1: Yeah. Uh so like you said, I'm from Marietta. Um luckily had a, a lot of really good coaches uh in the area growing up. Um, you know, had a lot of a lot of connections. Uh Mike Hurst being being one of them. He was the uh Georgia State head coach. He's actually the all time winningest coach um at Georgia State. He got me in contact with Coastal and um, you know, I was kind of a, a football guy, really. I didn't do a whole lot of travel ball or whatnot. Um, but yeah, Coastal saw me one night, and it was kind of just a, a quick deal where they saw me, and I committed the next day. It was it was awesome. It was a, um, a, a perfect fit at the time for me. Uh, had a fantastic experience up there with Coach Gilmore um, and Kevin Schnall and, and all the other coaches on staff. But it, it was a fantastic experience. I, I thoroughly enjoyed my time at, at Coastal. and um, yeah, just ultimately decided it was the time to move on, but very, very grateful for my time there.
0: Now, BT, you mentioned it, I mean, dual sport athlete, quarterback, punter, catcher. How 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 does the two coincide with each other? Like you said, I was a football guy. When did baseball become maybe not necessarily the first love, but this is what I this is what I see myself doing.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't really know. I'm like, like I said, I'm definitely a football guy. Like I I've always, um, you know, loved football. Um, I like hitting people, <laughs> which I didn't get to do a whole lot of as a, as a quarterback and a punter. But um, yeah, I just, I just realized that there were a lot of other really good guys out there that could, that, that could spin the ball a lot better than I could. Um, growing up in the Atlanta area, it's a very prominent place for, for young talent to grow up and, and play at, in power five conference football. So um, I kind of got a little bit of a taste of what it looked like at the next level and just kind of thought baseball was more of a, you know, a, a path for me. Um, ended up just kind of following my hands where I got to be at a, a, a Diamond in the Rough program, being a national championship winning program in Coastal Carolina. and um, Definitely took advantage of the opportunity there.
0: BT, the one thing we hear about the SEC, and they're usually talking about football, is how different the competition is. You played in the Sun Belt. Now you're playing in the SEC. Is it more than what you thought it would be? I mean, because it seems like every team is y'all rival. It doesn't matter who y'all playing. Talk about Sunbelt baseball compared to, you know, SEC baseball.
1: Yeah, well, I would I would say the talent level is um the Sunbelt has a lot of talent as well. I mean, I played with many good players that that have gone to, you know, have very good careers in in uh in professional baseball in the minor leagues and whatnot. But um, I would just say the plethora of talent in the SEC, I mean, you say it see it day in and day out. I mean, you're seeing on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, one through nine in every lineup. Um, And guys that come off the bench too that, you know, don't even play that, that can be, uh, um, you know, difference makers in in Major League Baseball one day. So uh, that's really the biggest difference for me. Ultimately, obviously the SEC is very, very competitive. Like you said, every team's our rival. I mean, um, certain teams you like playing more than others, but uh, yeah, every every weekend's competitive. Friday through Sunday, and, uh, yeah, you kind of hit on the head.
0: We're going we gonna to we gonna get to the back-to-back jacks. We're going to get to that. I, I like to, I like, to like you know, kind of get my audience, keep them in suspense, but being a catcher is a very, very, very unique skill set, right? Everybody played shortstop growing up, left field growing up, pitched a little bit growing up, but a pitcher-catcher connection is about as unique as sports get. Talk about you being a catcher and just does that help you at the plate or not? But talk about being a catcher and just, you know, how do you, are you trying to, what do you, what do you think about when these batters are standing in front of you? Are you trying to get the pitchers best stuff or or are you just saying, listen, man, I'm I'm, going to try to, you know, make this pitcher, I mean, make this hitter uh, think a little bit.
1: Yeah, I mean, a little bit of both. I mean, I, um, I just like to say, I'm I'm a student of the game. I absolutely love baseball. Um, It's, it's very interesting to see all the little points of the game that, the average human wouldn't actually see going to watch a game uh the ins and outs of it are very intriguing to me i've always i've always thought that so that's kind of i've always played that into my favor um so i do a little bit more research i I like to talk to the coaches about scouting reports you know now in my career i can call pitches so that kind of helps me but um yeah like you said it's it's a very uh dynamic thing between a pitcher and a catcher it's a lot different than really anything else um in sports um but yeah you know, i i do try to use our strengths to our to our um advantage but then also use our strengths to exploit um the hitters um holes that they may have in their swing too or, or their deficiencies in their swing so um yeah I, I i absolutely love it it's it's a great uh it's a great thing that i've that i've been able to do in in my career and uh, just very fortunate to be a catcher
0: I talked about the chemistry between you and the pitchers, but the chemistry on this team is, is about as electric as it can get. We talk about from the batters. We can talk about the defense. you talk about yourself. What is it like playing for a team that talent top to bottom? And it could be anybody's night on any given night.
1: Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. I mean, that last year I kind of thought that just coming to the University of Florida, really being around a bunch of really good players. Obviously we had Sterling last year be a first rounder and, and Judd being a, a first rounder and a second rounder between two different years. And now you have, uh, Hurston come, coming to, uh, to Florida this year and Brandon Sproat come back and obviously Cags and, um, you know, Cade Curlin is a freshman phenom. I mean, it's, it's pretty remarkable. There's so many other players. I mean, Josh has completely morphed himself into a, a first or second round talent this year too, and which is awesome to see. Um, so yeah, I mean, I I mean, I could, I can continue to go on down the list, but I mean, there's just so many talented guys, but really what strikes me the most is the the high character individuals we have on our team. Like, yeah, we have so much talent, but I've really, I truly think that the reason we've had success this year is because of the kind of people that we have on our team Um, that starts with Sully and that goes down to the very last guy, uh, you know, throughout the link of chain. I mean, Um, I think that's really why we've had the success and and ultimately I think that'll help us in in this coming weekend and and in the future too. So um, we really pride ourselves on that. That's one thing that I've always liked to be um, a part of is a team that that really cares about each other, but it's just good people too. They're good in the community. They're good to their fans um, and they represent their university well.
0: I know you just mentioned a lot of players, man, but where the hell hell do Cags come from? Like, you know, we we get, you know, he, he, he looks like a tight end running out there, right? Big, big, big dude, right? I mean, like, what is it like playing with a guy who, obviously I go back to when uh, he hit the home and obviously, you know, his teammate got thrown out and he kind of did the whole, I'm just, I'm not going to celebrate. But what is it like playing with a guy like that?
1: I mean, it's pretty crazy. I and mean, he hits uh, in the same group that I do for BP. So we're actually talking about it today. Like there's only a couple guys that I've ever played with that you can actually hear the bat going through. side. So, you can hear the bat and like just feel the bat going through the zone. It's just a different type of contact that comes off um, his bat with with the ball. And it's, it's pretty crazy. I mean, he's a strong guy. He's obviously built uh, the way that everybody else sees and um, he's super put together and he's definitely got a a very bright future.
0: All right, BT. When you, when you're a football player, when you're a quarterback, you know, it's, it's fourth quarter, you know, y'all down by four. So you got to throw it in the end zone you know, but this time, you know, it's, I don't know if it's top of the 11th, bottom of the 11th, which one you coming up. I mean, when you connected with it, did you know it was going when you connected and what everybody talks about walk-offs, everybody talks about it. Most of us, we don't get a chance to do it. What is that feeling like, man?
1: Uh, It's definitely a feeling that you, you know, you dream about or you think about your whole life. I mean, I've had so many opportunities to do something like that and just fall short. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I it might just be the guy above kind of helping me out a little bit, but I, uh, know, yeah, I've never really been a part of a game like that. It's just, it's pretty, it's pretty awesome to feel that, um, after a game. I mean, your teammate teammates embrace you like that. And, um, yeah, it was a pretty surreal feeling. I didn't really, I mean, I knew I connected with that. I didn't know it was gone. That's a big park. Uh, and the ball really wasn't flying that well that I could see from the games prior. And, um, so, I yeah, I hit it and I just kept watching it. <laughs> oh my gosh, okay, it's gonna go. So, and I just I,
0: so when you run around the bases, obviously, you know, the, the game is over. Are you thinking about what you're gonna do? Like, listen, I just want to run the bases. Are you because there's a lot of adrenaline from, you know, from home back, you know, from home to first, first, second. Third. What when you get when you, you know, you touch home plate and you thinking, dude, what the hell – What did I just like? What did I just do? And and most people. Want to hit the home run? You get shower or whatever. Go to the locker room. No, 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 no. BC, we you, you gotta do you gotta do some interviews. Like, yeah. did you know you were like uh, your mind is not on that? But you like, man, I want to celebrate. And here they go trying to ask some old super duper important question. You like, look, man, I'm I'm tired as hell. I'm happy that I was able to do it. I'm trying to get out of
1: here. Yeah, well, um, I mean, I'm a am a competitor. So when I saw it go out, I was I would be uh, be wrong for me to say if I didn't talk a little a little smack around the bases or whatnot, but. I also I know the umpire at second base. He's pretty close with a couple of our coaches, so I said something to him too, and he started laughing. It was funny, but I uh, rounded third and just saw all, the, all my whole team at home plate, and that's kind of where it blacked out. I don't really remember much uh, until I had to start speaking to people that were asking me questions that I didn't really know how to answer. So
0: <laughs> then, BT man, you when people most people want to have that encore, you know, you get us, you know, it's tied one to one. You get us up two to one. Then we're down six to three. Grand slams are rare people that I don't care what but grand slams is like a it's like for a pitcher. It's like a perfect game. It's crazy when you hit that one, though. Now, obviously it was gone, but you was like, oh, my freaking God. It's almost like is it is it a momentum thing from one game to the next or is it just have a really, really good at bats?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just kind of a accumulation of all the pitches that I've seen from Vandy and tendencies that they've kind of used uh to get me out in the past and stuff like that and with bases loaded i i had an idea of what was going to happen like from a pitching standpoint how they were going to approach me and um just kind of took advantage of it you know i felt like i was swinging the bat pretty good up to that point i mean i hit one the night before and then had a little confidence to hit the one earlier had a little confidence so i i wasn't really thinking about hitting a home run i was really just thinking about hitting the ball the other way and um the pitch he was going to throw me. And when I got the pitch over the plate, I didn't miss it. It was just kind of another opportunity for me to help my team win and, and kind of ended up that way.
0: Now you said when you hit, when you said, when you hit the walk-off, you kind of talking a little trash to them, to them Alabama boys. Vanderbilt, listen, Vanderbilt is one of the best teams in college baseball. We get it. They, they don't mind talking trash. I know they probably got the best GPAs in the SEC. We get that part. But <laughs> is the trash talking just healthy banter? Because, Baseball players, y'all talk a lot of tra- Like, y'all talk a lot of trash. And you, I don't know if you get to talk to the hitters when they're right there in front of you or you looking at them saying, this man, you want to ease up on the bat a little bit. You know, you kind of t- – you hit the grand slam. Are you talking trash to them vandy boys? Are you letting them know, yeah, that was me? Because I'll tell you this. I know in baseball you got these unwritten rules like don't stare at a – don't stare at a pitcher if you go yard. Yeah. I don't like that kind of – if I go yard on you, Bumgarner, I'm going – I'm looking at you. So was it some trash talk running around the bases with with a team like Vanderbilt who don't lack any level of confidence?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I think there's a happy medium. There's a there's a unwritten rules of the game. There's you know all that kind of stuff. I I personally believe in that. I I'm not going to be the first person to, like start talking trash. Uh, I know Alabama was the whole game, so we just made them quiet at the end of the game. That's all that matters, but. No, there's there's a few teams and a few programs that we really respect. And there's like a very high mutual respect from the top down from Sully um, down to our team. And I would definitely say Vandy's one of them. I mean, there's such a well coach program. Tim Corbin's done a fantastic job. Obviously, they have a bunch of high character guys, much like us. I mean, they're two very respected programs, Florida and Vandy and in college baseball. So, no, there's not a whole lot of trash talk with them. And we just go out there and play as hard as we can um, because we know it's going to be a dogfight every every time we play. Him, so. Um, there wasn't a whole lot of trash talk there. I mean, it's hard to beat a team four times in a season, let alone four times in two weeks. So, um, they I mean, you try not to talk trash because you had to play on the very next day or two days later, too. So, um, it always comes back to get you. So, we try to keep our mouth quiet. But if it does ramp up, I have no problem stepping up for my team.
0: Vanderbilt goes out and wins the SEC tournament. Shout out to the Commodores. Okay, but y'all co-SEC champs. You, you can't just get away from it. What is that feeling like? Because, like I said, y'all y'all gained a lot of momentum towards the end of the season. Baseball is crazy, man. I mean, baseball, you can lose against a team, you should win, win against a team, you should lose. It's just crazy. It's, it's not really necessarily the, the talent, but co-SCC champs, well, how'd y'all fin when y'all finished the season that way and had to give you guys some momentum going into the tournament?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's awesome. Um, That's that's really predominantly the reason why a lot of us came back this year. Um. Is because we didn't have, you know, a ring on our finger. Uh, I just wanted another opportunity to, um, you know, put a ring on our finger and, uh, you know, get some more hardware for this program, put a plaque up and say we, you know, we won a championship because uh, that's something I haven't done in my career and a lot of guys haven't done here. Um, so it's good to kind of turn the program back to national prominence of, 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 you know, that sort. I mean. Florida had a, a very wrong turn, it seemed like, for the last two years, and we didn't accomplish the things that a program like this should. Um, so it's just another, it's another win in the books for us, but it is good. It's a good feeling to have that, um, you know, on our back.
0: When you say a program like this should, getting back to the standard of, you know, Florida baseball, Coach Sally, I mean, I don't know many coaches more accomplished in sports than he is when you talk about what he does. How much is it making sure that, look, man, I want to do right by a coach, man, that gave me a chance to come to Florida, man, and then holding up the standard at at Florida, which is very, very high?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it definitely starts from him. I mean, he sets the standard for us, right? I mean, he's been – We talk about experience. That guy's had more experience than any – really, almost any coach in college baseball right now. Um. So, it's – I mean, he sets the blueprint for us every single day. He knows what it looks like um he knows what really good players look like that have been successful he knows what a team is supposed to look like and ultimately he knows what a team's supposed to look like at the end of the year um and how it's supposed to progress throughout a year so yeah he's really set the blueprint for us we know what it looks like and um yeah it's it's super special too because you have Mike Rivera I mean that kind of that guy goes unseen um but he knows what it's like as well as Sully. I mean he was on the 2017 team specifically for me as a catcher um and he knows what it's what it's supposed to look like from a pitching standpoint, an offensive standpoint, a team standpoint. He's really helped a lot with the mental side of my game and the way I'm supposed to approach, you know, leadership and, and uh, my play and, you know, taking care of my body throughout the year and stuff like that. So he's really helped a lot too. So um, Mike Rivera, I, you know, he's been fantastic for our team as well this year. But, um, yeah, it's all kind of helped.
0: Co-NCC oh, champs. came up a little bit short in the tourney even though you guys made a lot of noise as you mentioned it's hard to beat a team four times no matter who it is but when it's Vandy, that's gonna be even harder but hosting a regional is special i don't care how long you've been playing i listen i get to wake up in my bed they coming to see us you guys rank number two hosting a regional what is that feeling like
1: yeah it's awesome i mean they've sully's done it what is it 10 times out of his 16 years since he's been here i think i saw that today which is Pretty remarkable. I mean, that's that's a long track record of a lot of really good players that have paved the way for us in this program. Uh, We're just another stepping stone, um, you know, in that pathway for for future players to come play at Florida. Um, But it's awesome. Like you said, we get to sleep in our own bed. I mean, I don't have to go play at a very hostile environment. We get to use that to our advantage this weekend, um, you know, versus versus two very good teams in Texas Tech and, and UConn. As well as a Florida A and N team that's going to give you a dogfight every time you play them too. So, you know, we're very happy to have them here, and we're very excited to show what Gainesville and, and Conjure Family Ballpark have to offer to other teams. Um, and hopefully, they'll come out and, and be loud for our Gators this weekend and, and give them a show.
0: You talked about working on your poise, working on your body, working on your leadership. But pressure is a real thing, especially when you host in a regional, when everybody expects you guys to come out of that come out of that uh, you know, that section. How do you keep all the nerves, you know, because at best of one thing, you controlling the floor of the game. I mean, you calling the pitches. I mean, how do you keep your nerves under you, especially with the stakes only getting higher and higher as you guys move forward?
1: I mean, for me, nerves really aren't a thing. I mean, I've played in front of a lot of people before I've, I've failed in front of a lot of people. And, and last week, I've really shown that I succeed in front of a lot of people. It's not Nerves aren't really anything that kind of bothers me. It's really trying to, hone the guys in that haven't been there before, allow those younger guys to lean on older guys like myself and Josh and, and Sprout um, and Wyatt and a lot of people that have been there before to calm them down and keep us as a collective unit together. Um, just play our, our brand of baseball. That's really all we can do. And if we do that, we'll be uh, we'll be in good shape.
0: BT, I think you might even said this one time. Baseball is the, it's the ultimate game of failure. I mean, it's the ultimate game. And the best players just fail at a lesser rate than everybody else. Mm-hmm. But each at-bat, you it about yourself, every every at-bat. What are you thinking when you – because I'm obviously you being a catcher, I mean, you. I'm pretty sure you see pitches. I can see certain things, tendencies of certain uh, certain pitches. What are you looking for as far as the pitch? Are you looking for him giving away something, or are you just saying, listen, man, let me just see the ball. Let me, the ball. Let me not try to overthink this. Son.
1: Well, I think every at-bat is is dictated by your preparation. I mean, your preparation is everything. That can be from – Um, scouting reports from your coaches that you get, um, at the University of Florida, we have every single resource that we could use that we could have to possibly put us in the best position to have success. Um, so it's ultimately up to the player if they use those things to, to enhance their ability to potentially have success whenever they get in the box. So I really try to use everything that I can, um, and just rely on my training. I mean, my training is, is everything, but I try not to really drill myself too much. I, I know what I need to do as, as a fifth year guy, um, So I just get in and just free-minded, but I have a plan when I go into the box, but that's really it. There's nothing mechanically um, or anything like that. I just try to do what's necessary for the team in that specific moment um, and just play the game.
0: I mean, speaking of moments, I mean, going back, you know, uh, what, three jacks in two days, one of them being a walk-off, another being a grand slam, getting us back in the game. Fans are crazy now. Florida, we love – the universe of Florida. There is no doubt about it. We got some weirdos out there, BT. Have you came in contact with the weirdos and how many people told you you've changed their life strictly by what you've done on the diamond?
1: <laughs> now, sadly, we spent too much time in a hotel or an airport to be around a whole lot of people. So I haven't, <laughs> I haven't seen many of those, but I try to keep my face out of social media and stuff like that, man. It's all a great thing and it's good to keep, um, you know, all Florida Gators uh both players and fans uh connected it's it's a fantastic fan base and a um it, it's just a fantastic university it's good that we're all together, but now nah, I try to keep my 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 nose out of that my do- my dad's the other way he he loves all that stuff he loves seeing it, but nah, i don't I'm not a huge fan of all that
0: so, so wait a minute. so let me get this phrase, so the son is telling the dad hey dad calm that down brother no no, no I saw you. Because you listen the other way around. Like, it doesn't, because the, the, the thing about you guys, there, everything can go viral in a second. Right. Susan leaves your bag, it's been retweeted 100,000 times before you even make it to home plate. Are you, are you saying to yourself, Dad, listen to me? I need you to come. Yes, I, I was there. I did it. So the son has to calm down to death. So your dad is living vicariously through you at this point.
1: Absolutely. My dad's, my dad's my biggest fan. He's not a flashy guy. He's not really much of a baseball guy at all. Um, but he's just very proud of my accomplishments. He's proud of his, first off as of me as a person. And, um, you know, what I represent my family, every, how I represent my family every day. I mean, he's very, very happy for me. He's so happy that after I hit that home run ball, somebody found it and he had the home run ball in his pocket for three days. You know, he's just like, he just loves it. So, um, yeah, he's he's my best friend, and he's my biggest supporter, but you gotta hunt him a little in a little bit because he uh he's super excited about all this stuff.
0: Wait a minute, BT he also negotiated. Wait, he found the person that they called the home run, and they gave it to him. Listen, I'm his dad. What do you mean? Like, did he have to show? how did he get them to give it up? Cause nowadays, you know, eBay, Amazon, whatever you want to call it, everything is, you know, people trying to make some money. He found it he found the home run ball, went up to the person with it, told him who he was. Without security, without threatening them, and they gave it to him.
1: <laughs> no, they somebody gave it to me, and then I I gave it to him. But we'll go, we'll go with your story though, because that's that's a lot better.
0: No, I don't. I'm not. this I'm not trying to create no storylines. I'm not trying to create no drama. You know, Daddy Rob Pellet. You know that Rod Listen, it's your it's your son. Y'all having it, but with this regional sh- coming up, man, this atmosphere. Because I get it. You've done, You play baseball a lot. I know it's all about. When Once you get into the game, it's just another game. I get it. But what is that atmosphere going to be like? Because like I said, baseball is a long season. You know, sometimes it goes your way. You talked about the last couple of years, not really living up to the Florida Gator baseball standard to get back to where uh, you guys, you know, work hard to be. What is that, you know, what is that atmosphere going to feel like knowing that, hey, man, we here, you know, whatever we've done to this point is great, but it's about right now.
1: Yeah, it's gonna feel awesome. I mean, it's uh, we'll see if the rain holds off. That's really gonna help us out too if the rain holds off. But um, yeah, it's it's a little bit different when you walk out and you don't see any chairs open. You don't see any grass on the berm. You don't see any chairs open in the outfield. You know, you don't you can't even hear yourself think. You got people around you just screaming. It's a little bit different, and it's a little bit different when they're Florida Gator fans, not Alabama fans like they were at the at the SEC tournament too. So. Uh, we're super excited about it. Um, I mean, yeah, it, it really just is another game for us. We're just really trying to win every pitch and every play um to ultimately win the game, but um it will be a little bit different because it's at our own place and it's uh it's a big game.
0: Kid from Cobb County now, he's in the latch county. I don't even know what the area code is. I mean, up there in Atlanta, you got four seven seven oh, it's too many to names. Now he's in the three five two. What is it gonna mean to your you talk about your dad being your biggest fan and your mom and your sister? What is it gonna mean to them? Cause like I said, you could have dreamt something like this going from cause it's supposed, it's supposed to be in Conway. Now you here in Gainesville, what is it gonna mean to your family when I don't this just shows my age. I don't know if the, I don't know if the ump Yell's out play ball. I don't know, maybe I watched him in the movies, I get it. But what is it gonna mean to your family knowing, hey man, that's my brother out there, that's my son out there, about to take these gators to the next level, hopefully.
1: Yeah, it'll mean everything to him. I I know uh, my sister just had a baby, so she won't be able to be there this weekend. Uh, cause it, you got to travel your whole life whenever you're with. A, we have a little kid now, so she'll be watching on TV. But yeah, my parents will be there, um, and uh, yeah, they'll be super excited. They'll be cheering. They'll be whatever. My dad will probably be quiet, cause he'll wanna he'll wanna watch. He'll probably pace around a little bit, but uh, yeah, it'll be awesome. I know they're super excited for me, and I'm uh, super excited to play in front of
0: them. I mean, super excited to play. I mean, you say you, you saying my sister just had a first... Is, 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 is this your first time being an uncle? I mean, it's the first one?
1: I'm a funkle, The fun uncle.
0: You, a hold on, hold on. I'm about to say, hold on. BC, you you're a little bit too calm. You a little bit too calm and collected for me. I hear you all say, yeah, you know, my sister, she can't be there. She just had her first baby. What the hell? No, I just became an uncle for the first time. So now... If I hit a homer, well, no. When I hit a homer, did you have a did you have a little girl or a little boy? Little boy. Oh my freak! Listen, BT, listen. I don't know where you get your cool cum collectors from. So you wait a minute. So you so you haven't seen the baby in person yet?
1: Oh no, I have. I mean, it's like he's five I'm months.
0: Okay, okay. I, I'm see. I, I'm thinking. <laughs> okay, okay, <laughs> okay. I'm thinking you haven't seen it. Okay, I can listen. I get it. Brand new babies. You ain't finna have them out in that Florida heat. I yeah. get that part. But now, now you're creating memories for, for a little person who don't even know what a baseball is. Mm-hmm. So, now the question is when you hit a home run and you give it to your dad, does the dad give it to his new grandson? Probably,
1: probably so, as long as you don't slobber on it. Or, yes,
0: <laughs> oh, he's gonna slobber on you, he's gonna slobber on you, BC man. Listen, number one. I remember when you came from, like I said, I keep up with Florida very, very heavily, you know, uh, being a Georgia boy myself. I remember when you came, uh, you know, from, uh, you know, from old coast of Carolina, Chanticleer. That's a huge, uh, that's a huge um, rooster looking bird. For those of you who don't know, it's like a it's like a mutant bird for those of you who don't know. But I got to ask this, though, you know, with everything from, you know, not growing up a baseball fan, love it, being in love with football, being a punter. That's crazy as hell. Quarterback and the punter. So now it's fourth down. So let me get this straight. You don't get the you don't get the first down. You got to stay on the field to punt. You just back up and punt it. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. We had a we had a chance to to go for it on fake a punt though.
0: I mean, I mean, coach well, co- coach ain't gonna let you fake the punt because uh, you you get hit and you hurt your shoulder. Then you can't even come into next series. Come on, BC man. He got to protect. I got to protect the package, man.
1: Yeah, to have a bone
0: sticking out of my body for me not to play. So, so, so during this conversation, I'm a one Georgia boy. Cool, calm as it get. I don't get flustered, man. I don't feel the, listen, pressure bust pipes, man. I'm a diamond. I don't feel the pressure. Back to back, the three jacks in two days, you know, changing people's lives, telling people I'm just a catcher. I don't do NIL. I just, just I, I, I make sure I, I manage the money. I don't spend the money. Now I'm a funko. That's the, that's the greatest word I've ever heard. Fun uncle. Getting ready to start the regionals. You know, Texas Tech and you know, fam you and things of that nature. But most importantly, man, I do this for real. BT, number one, man, stay healthy. Number two, man, enjoy yourself when you out there. Number three, listen, man, don't cut down on the tra- trash talking now. It's a lot of bleeps going on out there when y'all get Alabama like, ooh, listen, man, could y'all take the camera away because it's a natural dislike, but I appreciate you going to get your I don't do NIL to come on this platform and 84 reasons, Florida, victorious. myself, Ryan, we know you a busy man these days, but do you have a celebration being a new uncle? I don't know if y'all allowed to do it. If you hit a homer, are you going to point to the heavens or something saying, uh, Hey man, I just got a brand new, uh, you know, nephew. I want to send him some love.
1: No, I always point up because my grandfather was a, he's the biggest Gator fan ever. he, uh he actually went to university of florida back in the 50s and uh you know he always wanted me to be a gator as a young boy and stuff like that my i grew up in fsu thanks my sister went there my aunt went there uh but yeah i'm just
0: you grew up a florida state fan now he ends up. he got right you just i grew up i grew out of it i grew out of this now i'm right
1: absolutely yeah thinking about my grandpa when i do I'm proud, yeah.
0: Well, before I let you go, though, hold on. What was that like when y'all played Florida State? Like, Obviously, so, listen, I, I gotta do this. Florida State. Listen, usually if you're a good football, baseball team, you get to go play in the tournament. You get to go. Y'all was, y'all been eliminated. We 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 ain't gonna, we ain't gonna, you know, throw salt in the room. But how how crazy was that? Growing up a Florida State fan, they're playing against them. You see how like you picked the right colors in the right in the right part of Florida. State? Man, I didn't want to go over there with them boys.
1: Oh, absolutely. I, I, I do not like that place now.
0: I he is BT Raphael. He's a brand new uncle. Daddy, 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 daddy's getting the home run balls. Loves hunting and fishing and playing pool. Dealing with that Florida sun. Now getting ready to host some regionals in Gainesville, Gville. For those of you who don't know, and guess what? If you're not a Gator, it don't matter anyway. You just man because you ain't us. We somebody's. You nobody's. Just deal. With it. I am being true, he is BT Raphael, and this is 84 reasons. No games, no gimmicks. Not my reasons, his reasons. BT, from one BT to another BT, I can talk trash because I can't hit the broad side of a bone. But this man, if you lay it up, you will watch it go away. BT, man, I appreciate you taking the time today, big time.
1: Appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me on.
0: Yes, sir.